You're listening to Impact Bound. And now, this is Impact Bound. Welcome to Impact Bound, the podcast for Impact 2022, the Midwest Petroleum and Convenience Store Trade Show coming to Indianapolis April 19th through the 21st. And we're pleased to have in the studio with us today, Mark Nakayama, co-founder and partner of 11 Million Acres, which is a investment development firm that blends energy best practices, cutting edge technologies and innovative investment strategies to help their clients and customers deliver the most efficient and cost-effective sustainable energy solutions. And he is coming to Impact 2022 on April 21st uh, with a session at 10 o'clock called How to Finance Energy Savings from LEDs to EVCs, Electric Vehicle Chargers or LED Systems or a variety of topics. Mark, it's great to have you with us. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. the opportunity. And of course, we've got Shane Schaefer, our education coordinator with us as well. Welcome, Shane. Howdy. So just to kind of kick us off to get a good comprehensive description of what you're going to talk about is a fairly wide open topic, but I know what's on everybody's minds these days is how to finance all these potential upgrades or new additions to their store if they're looking at exploring electric vehicle charging systems or how to find those energy savings. Tell us a little bit about what you plan to talk about in your session at Impact, and also tell us a little bit about your firm and what you do. Yeah, once again, thanks uh, for the opportunity and really excited to, to see everyone in April. So 11 million acres, we develop energy projects and programs nationally. And those programs and projects can range from LED lighting upgrades, HVAC upgrades and replacement programs, to refrigeration motors and control systems, to putting solar on uh, retail and commercial buildings. And all that sounds great, but what it really comes down to is it has to make economic sense for the owner of the building and the group operating that asset. So the second focus we have is our project financing in, in capital fund, where we offer, uh, or it gives us the ability to offer no or low cost, out-of-pocket costs to the owner and finance that those upgrades over time to where those projects are cash flow positive. So we've been doing this for the past decade or so, completed well over 5,000 projects in all 50 states and are looking to grow throughout the Midwest and specifically through the members of Impact. Well, we're glad to have you coming to Impact this year. And I know this is a topic that so many of our attendees and even exhibitors are looking at. How do you find those energy savings and where are the, the tax incentives, the local rebates or other opportunities? If you're interested in, for example, adopting an EV charging system at your store level, mm-hmm. how, do you, how do you go about that? And, and where do you find that information? Yeah, as you, as you know, the electric vehicle charging stations are new, relatively new to the industry, but it's coming on fast and there's going to be a huge need for it. And our guidance that we're providing to our clients and our partners is that, yes, let's, let's acknowledge what the trend is and what the reality is going to be over the course of the next decade. But let's also be disciplined and pragmatic in how we view developing and implementing EV charging stations. When does it make sense to develop those and install them where specifically? And for what sort of location profiles does it make sense? 
And at the end of the day, how do we get that to be revenue neutral or maybe even where it creates new net revenue for that particular location? So we, we have this framework that we like to develop programs and projects through. Uh, the first, you know, when we look at any energy efficiency upgrade, we want to say, hey, how much is it going to cost? Are there available rebates or tax incentives, whether it's local or federally, that can help us drive down the cost of that project? And then finally, when do we get our money back? And in your case, as an owner, when do you get your money back? And if you're like most businesses in America, you want to do the right thing. You want to participate in the future of being more sustainable and frankly, saving money, right? That's good business practice. Mm -hmm. But most companies that we work with from single location all the way up to thousands of locations, no one has enough money to do all the upgrades. So there's a dislocation in wanting to do the right thing and how do we pay for it? We like to say we can develop those projects. We can implement all those upgrades that for whatever your motivation of wanting to do it is, that's a valid reason you want to do it. We can get you everything you want, new technology, more efficient technology, amenities like an EV charging station, and we could finance it all. So it's no out-of-pocket money to you. And we could spread that cost across the term or the life of those of that equipment. But at the end of the day, it still has to make financial sense where the annual revenue or savings from those upgrades is greater than the cost of financing that project. Gotcha. There's a lot that goes into it. You have to do the math and make the numbers work before you make the investment. And look at your long-term ROI in the equation as well, correct? 100%. And a lot of things factor in there and every uh, location or state is different, but our framework remains the same. It's cost of project, cost of power, available rebates and incentives that are available to you locally. And then finally, does the economics work? Well, on, on that note, so how do the, the private and the public partnership with the utilities company impact the EV integration model? So every state is different, but you'll have some markets or states that pass their renewable RPS, renewable portfolio standards uh, requirements or their goals or just sustainability goals for that state. And then from there, those utilities are required by a certain time to hit a certain amount of that power to come from renewable energy sources, to be more sustainable, and to invest in the actual infrastructure within that state. Problem is that they too are short of financing or funding because whatever they have to pay for trickles down to ratepayers like you and me, where they then have to justify raising rates. And that's typically a, a hard pill to swallow. So they have that need. As business owners, we all have a wantingness, again, to become more energy efficient, save money, do the right thing, marketing benefits, whatever the motivation. But again, who's going to pay for it? And so there's an opportunity where third-party service providers or developers like 11 million acres can step in and solve for all of that by providing a source of capital. That's one. 
Two, by providing know-how of how various technologies can all get rolled into one program and work together seamlessly. And then three, demonstrate that in a meaningful way where the owner is comfortable and the economics makes sense in simple, straightforward manner. I'm saving more than I'm paying more every year. That's good. Provide the proper reports to demonstrate to the utility, to potentially investors, and to the public that these upgrades made at these locations are yielding this impact. So no one does it alone. We don't, we're not able to do what we're trying to do and develop meaningful, sustainable projects without good customers who are earnest and wanting to improve their locations. We can't do it without local rebates from the utilities, and we can't do it without tax incentives from the federal government. So it's a complex equation, obviously. You kind of look at a lot of variables, and I think that's where everybody, whether you're at the store level, the chain level, or uh, whether you're just looking at, is now the time for me to make this investment? You've got to look at all those variables in the equation. Right. I think your session, as, as you've described it to us, and what you're saying here today, is going to help, help you ask you, the attendee at this session, ask some of the right questions to explore the right options and to see what local funding options there are or federal support mm-hmm. dollars or what is current at the time, because this is an evolving situation as well. This is moving very quickly. There's mm-hmm. so many variables moving very, very fast that it's quite frankly hard to keep up with. And I'm sure yes. many store owners feel that way right now. Yes. And, um, and quite honestly, they, they shouldn't feel that way in terms of uh, they shouldn't feel bad in, of not feeling like they're keeping up with it, with the policies, because, you know, these policies, it's, they're part of legislation. It's oftentimes very dense policy. And they have an operation and a business to run, and that's primary. Our goal is to demystify a lot of that, make it digestible into, at the end of the day, how does it impact those owner-operators, their business, uh, so that and give them the information in, a, in an easy-to-understand way, or then they could just make a business decision based on the facts and, and knowledge that they presented to them. So uh, just to kind of break it down for folks, what specific takeaways can attendees expect to receive by attending your session? What do you want our folks to walk away with? Uh, our goal, Dogcom, we, we always shoot for with in working with any client is when they walk away after that first meeting, at least they have a framework for that they can take home and evaluate any energy efficiency upgrades or system improvements or amenity installs like an EV charging station. So that's one, have a good framework to have an understanding of what in general the best practices that they should be pursuing at their location is, whether it's one location or a portfolio of many dozen locations. And then three, understanding simply how the financing can work to enable them to execute on those upgrades uh, where they're not intimidated by it. And, you know, listen, if, if they're able to arrange financing to to own and operate a store, they'll understand how the energy project financing works as well. Excellent. Well, we're definitely looking forward to it, Mark. And we know you uh, have a wide variety of experience and good advice to give to folks. Uh, Where can they go to learn more about your company, 11 Million Acres? Yeah, you can visit us at 
11millionacres.com. So that's the number 11millionacres.com. And uh, shoot us an email or give us a call. We're more than happy to talk. Excellent. Well, we know we're looking forward to hearing your session and want to thank you so much for being with us today. Got to have a lot to cover and we're looking forward to seeing you on April 21st at 10 for your session at Impact. Uh, appreciate your time. Thanks, Mark. Brian, thanks for the opportunity, Shane. Thank you. Well, you've been listening to Impact Bound, the podcast of the Midwest Petroleum and Convenience Store Trade Show, Impact 2022, coming to Indianapolis, April 19th through 21. Make sure you get registered and visit us online at www.impact.org. Impact details and sponsorship opportunities can be found at m-pac.org.